Welcome, Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk optimal fasting time, potato power, and more with Call of Duty Modern Warfare fan, <laughs> Modern Warfare star, Chad Collins. Stay tuned. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Welcome, Fit Clubbers. We are back with an all-new Fit Club. I'm joined by my guest host, Renella Ferrer, who you recognize from E's Revenge Body. What's up, guys? I'm back. And, of course, our guest <laughs> of honor, Mr. Chad Michael Collins, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. How you doing? Oh, there's yes. applause. I love this. <laughs> yes. I get that to follow me around with me everywhere I go. It'd be fantastic. That would be awesome. You may recognize him from NCIS, Once Upon a Time, Bones, yes. CSI. You've done it all. You've done it all. Yeah, I like to joke that um, when I'm not doing sniper movies or Call of Duty, I'm, I'm in all the shows your parents love to watch back home. All <laughs> the CBS love to watch stuff. those shows too, right, man. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, that's awesome. We've got a lot to talk about, but we're going to dig into some stories first and um, hear your background and your thoughts on some of these stories. Ready? Ready. Let's go. <laughs> um, so our first story is athletes have better brains and are actually hearing better. So if you want some motivation mm-hmm. to get into sports and athletics, this might be it. Um, but it looks like at the Journal of Sports Health, they looked at these athletes at Northwestern, um, about 500 athletes and then 500 non-athletes to control group. And they found that in analyzing their electrical response to sound, that these athletes were better to discern sound. And so it looks like the more athletic you are, the better you are at hearing in this particular way if it's uh, um, against black... Uh, against back noise so your brain is able to kind of better um, discern sound that's in particular from a, an audience of noise hmm. Hmm. so I thought that was pretty interesting but they're doing it as part of a concussion study and they're trying to determine whether or not these sound waves they're looking at are going to be able to determine whether or not you're ready to go back onto the field and play oh, okay. and so I was like this is really some interesting stuff that's interesting <laughs> but it's so needed in, especially in the concussion world and that debate and what's happening with our um, athletes and I thought you know as an action star someone who's doing this stuff regularly right. have you had injuries had you had to come back from injuries did you have to come back from an injury too early and figure that out uh, I mean, I used to play high school football and right. got knocked around quite a bit. And this was, you know, way back in the day before concussions were even discussed. It was typically, yeah. there was one of those, you know, I got, you got your belt rung, kid. <laughs> Get back in there. We need you. Um, so it was one of those. I remember, you know, and I, I, I share a funny story of playing. I was a wide receiver, and I wow. went up for a pass over the middle and just got completely laid out, just like right under the chin strap, right into the ground. Oh, and my God. I was out of it. And by the time I dragged myself up off the ground, I just, my head was down, and I was just trying to, like, meander off to the sideline, and the ref, you know, grabbed me, like, ah, wrong way, son, it's the other team's side. I had no idea where I was, but, right. you know, like, two plays later, I was back in. So yeah. so I, I do know what that feels like. It's not a nice feeling, but that is really interesting. I think it's right. interesting because thinking about athletes in general, mm-hmm. you know, there is such a mental component to athletics, especially right. at those highest levels yeah. that people don't understand. It's like, oh, you run fast. Mm-hmm. Football, 500-page playbooks, like their strategy within strategy in every sport and the mm-hmm. mental discipline and focus it takes. Yeah. So that's, that's actually... That's probably what it is because yeah, you're practicing your... Right. You know, yeah. your so senses. there's a synchronicity there mm-hmm. between, you know, your body, your neurons firing your brain at all mm-hmm. times. So I think that's a really interesting way to, to learn if somebody's kind of back with it yeah right. and, and the the long and for longevity because you want these kids to not only be able to play sports for a long time but to have careers after the, those sports are gone as right. well yeah so did, did you ever have a time where you suffered an injury and had to rehab that and go back to work um injuries yeah i mean you know knock on wood 
in terms of the acting stuff, you know, there's no way you can do an action movie without getting banged yes, up. Especially bumped. with all the stuff that you do. All yeah, the time. bumped right. bruises, cuts, you know, there's blood. There's a lot of things like that. And um, But I've not had anything too severe that I couldn't, yeah. you know, be ready a yeah. day later on or, or not, like, show up for a day. So I've, right. been, I've been pretty fortunate yeah. on that end. I mean, I guess it makes sense because if you're doing a lot of action, you know, fighting stuff and you have to know what's going on around you in order to calculate your next move, yeah. right? So your senses are, like, much more exercised. Yeah, on a long enough timeline, doing stunts, right? inevitably a stunt will go wrong. You right. will get punched in the face. You will accidentally smash your head right. on the ground or the wall, you know. Because you didn't you, come from a stunt background. You just no. sort of, yeah, you, you were working in PR and yeah. kind of went into it. But that, it also right? just happens, you know. You yeah. miss your mark. There's loose footing. Sometimes, you know, a million variables can go into it. You know, if you're playing with guns and props and whatever, you'll, you'll smash your fingers. <laughs> up, you'll hit someone with it, you'll get hit with it. It's, It just kind of comes with the territory. And I, I heard a veteran stunt guy tell me once, you know, it was clear that he was really kind of banged up after like a, a pratfall or something like that. He threw himself through a window or something. And he got up, and you could tell he's kind of like shaking it off, walking it off. And I'm like, man, how do you do this? He's like, I've been doing this for 25 years. He's That's like, crazy. he's like, you're always going to get hurt. The key is don't get injured. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it's a different mentality, right? Yeah. Do you have like a recovery protocol, like something you do every day, like an ice bath every day, or something like that, that uh, to kind of keep you? <laughs> I, I tell you what, I've I've never been good with even stretching. Oh, um, really? Which I should probably look into <laughs> a heck of a lot more. It would save me a lot of grief, but. Not not typically, you know. Mm-hmm. I just try to, you know, drink the water and get to sleep and you know, it's like eat, second eat the nature good food. for you. Yeah, yeah. So. that's amazing. Consistency. <laughs> yeah. It would be nice to be Wolverine, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> healing you power. could yeah. be. Mm-hmm. Hey. Uh, well, speaking of um, fasting, which has been known to help with healing as well, mm-hmm. but you know, we're always kind of worrying about what is the optimal time to fast or what's beneficial for us. And they're looking. They're saying now, based on the study, fourteen hours a day will at least help diabetes and weight loss. So it was a small study um, published in the Journal of Cell Metabolism, and they looked at, it was a 12-week pilot study, 19 19 obese patients were looked at, and they changed nothing but the timing of the eating whatsoever. Um, And then they actually found that they dropped 3 to 4% in BMI and reduction in body weight and self-reported more energy, better sleep, and their cholesterol Mm. and blood pressure went down as well. So it looks like 14 hours is sort of the window um, they're saying, you know, is the optimal time to fast. Mm -hmm. Do, Do you experiment with fasting? Have you tried it? Yeah, I've I've um I've intermittent fasted uh, you know on and off for years. Oh. You know, really before it was cool. Yeah. I've been a paleo diet guy for since way before it was cool and all this mm. the, the <laughs> shelves were stocked with alternative food. I've, right. I've you know, when the book came out in like two thousand seven, I was one of the first guys to buy it. Yeah. And I found that that was the one thing that really worked for me the best and so consistently I tried a million other things. But in the paleo community, which gave way to the keto community, um, intermittent fasting was very synonymous with mm-hmm. yeah. you know that that whole community. So that's yeah, before it became mainstream. Yeah. People in the paleo circles were already talking about it, and so I was very aware of it there. And I, you know, I still do it. Like I don't think I I didn't eat today until lunch at and, one o'clock. And you know? so I had my fourteen that, hours for sure. And yeah. people cite that for injury prevention. So maybe yes. that's why you've been so fortunate right. yeah, with injuries. And I think it's just you know. It, People don't understand that when you impair your body with food, 
it is one of the it's one of the most energy consuming processes mm-hmm. digestion. So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that the beautiful thing about intermittent fasting is you just give your body a break. Yeah. And if you give your body a break, it knows how to fix itself and yeah. all the other areas. So if you don't bombard it with food, especially hard to digest right. food, yeah. it, so it gets a reprieve. It gets a breather, right? And it yeah. can focus on the other parts of your body and your health that that need uh, a little tune up. Yeah, absolutely. The inflammation and everything. Right. Yeah, how about you? Have you tried? Have you I've, experimented I've tried. With it? I've experimented with um, fasting different ways. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it actually had worked for me with weight loss. Yeah. So that, uh, and also after that, I actually felt stronger. Even while I was um, going to the gym, obviously the first day, it's very hard. You get a headache, yeah. you know, especially with me. Like, I love sweets. I try not to um, <laughs> have like coffee or anything like that. But, um, the moment, like, I, I would say, like, third day, I'm okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the headache goes away, and um, I'm completely fine. Yeah. So, I, I, it has worked for me. Um, oh, I should actually try it again. That's what I was thinking <laughs> about. I'm like, I should try it again. But 14 hours, normally I don't do 14 hours. I would do, like, from, like, the time I wake up till, like, about 5, 6 p.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I guess that's a long time, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Think about like it. That's time. true. That is it. Yeah, that's really that's more than fourteen hours. Never mind. Right. So I've been doing more than fourteen hours. I didn't even know. Yeah. So I, yeah, I do the same thing. I experiment with intermittent fasting, but I want to get a dry fasting expert. Have you heard about dry fasting? What is that? Is it just no food? Yeah, I mean, no food, but no water as well. Oh wow! Oh. And so I've been hearing about this. Sounds I'm like rough. trying to experiment with it myself, but I want to get an expert on as well because yeah. And but they say that one day of dry fasting is equivalent to three days of water fasting. No and that's kidding. really great for you in terms of like really? you know, your cells repairing and what have you. So Oof. that'll be my latest thing to look into. But is that what's the craziest diet you've tried? Oh man, there was a. I had I had a, a little bit of a health crisis like in my mid twenties. I was just I was living too hard, playing too hard, stressed out at mm. the job I was doing at the time, et cetera, et cetera. Everything just piles, yeah. and eventually your body has a threshold. You're going to hit it, right? Yeah. And uh, so I just started having fatigue, brain fog, all all sorts of things that a normal twenty five year old should not be mm-hmm. experiencing. So Western medicine doctors were really of no help. They were just trying to give me, you know, Whatever anxiety pills. Yeah. Like that's, that's pretty much the opposite of, of what's going to fix things. So I just I took it upon myself to explore, discover. And I just treated myself like my own guinea pig. I went vegetarian. I went vegan. Um, I did kidney cleanses, liver flushes. I did wow. everything, uh, you know, the food allergy tests. I did everything under the sun. Um, but there was a time, I think you guys would find this horrifying and, and amazing. Uh, there was a time I was eating raw meat for oh, several what? months. No, I remember yeah. that was a thing that people yeah. talked about raw meat diet. Yeah. Raw meat, so raw steak, raw that? chicken. I mean, you have to get the best quality you possibly yeah, can. Yeah. Did you put uh, salt pepper or huh? some type of seasoning? I mean, it was pretty plain. It was pretty straight up. Just, Holy crap. Oh. You know, rip it into some chunks of, of, of meat for a while. And I did yeah. that. And I, you know, I was not any worse for wear, but ultimately, yeah. I don't think it moved the needle in a way that, you know, anything mm-hmm. else would have either. So I'm like, well, this is not silly. Working. I liked cooked food. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Did, you, did you discover what what ended up kind of clearing up that crisis? Um, I mean, it's just still an ongoing thing. I think that I had a long history um, as a kid, you know, growing up when I did. There wasn't as much of a linkage to diet and health yeah. as there was today. You know, yeah. people are still going off a food pyramid, which mm-hmm. is like, yeah. like you got to get eight slices of bread in you. Right. Yeah. It's like, no, what are yeah, you talking yeah. about? That's not no it. one needs that ever, yeah. even if they're running a exactly. marathon. Yeah. So that's what we were always operating on is right there in the box. The government says so, so we must have to do it. So I think that coupled with – and the solutions back in the day for every doctor no matter what was antibiotics. Yeah. Antibiotics mm. don't never hurt you. They're good for you. And mm. so I, I, if I look back, I did 10 to 12 straight years 
on some form of antibiotic or another, which, as you all learned today, right. is brutal. Yeah. Right? It'll right. destroy your guts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's been since then. I've I've just constantly been trying to maintain, build, yeah. repair all the damage that was done so kind of recklessly, obliviously, so yeah. back in the day. So. And then you, you know, add a kind of your raging 20s on top of that with a lot of food <laughs> right. and fun and everything else. And it's like, it's kind of the perfect storm yeah. for a little bit of a collapse. So, so but now just eat been, clean. You know? You've always been like a health conscious, like since you were little. Yeah, I, just felt like I, I feel like and, I had to learn it the hard way right. when yeah. this stuff happened. And then you learned it on yeah. your own and try to figure out on your own. You know, that's what it is. You know, there's, right. I, you know, I really believe that um, it is a concept called bio individuality where. Vegan may not work for someone. Paleo mm-hmm. may not work for someone else. That's you so know? true. So you really have to. You've got to listen. Yeah, you you've got to pay your attention. Own best. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's trial and error, and it's not always fun at times. Mm-hmm. With your elimination diets <laughs> and your everything else, but I feel like I have pretty dialed into what works for me yeah. anyway. So. And you know when I'm consistent, things are good. Nice. When I go off the rails a little bit, things you know things are less good. <laughs> and then you, know? you go back to fasting. So yeah, you go, yeah. Yes. But you can always hit the reset button. Right, right? absolutely. Eat clean yes. and do some fasting. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of what you might need for like a marathon run, uh, they're looking at potatoes and looking at potatoes boosting your exercise performance. So mm-hmm. you know, typically potatoes starchy. People say stay away, stay away. Um, but they looked at them a because they're cost effective, rich in nutrients, a whole food source of carbohydrates, and they're savory versus the sweet sort of carbohydrate fuels you get if you're running mm-hmm, a marathon. Mm-hmm. So they did a study, 12 people. Some gave, they gave the gel to, some they gave water, the others they gave the potato puree. And the ones that got the gel and the potato puree both had increased exercise performance, whether, uh, whereas the ones with the gel, with the water, did not. Right. Uh, and they actually had the same sort of blood glucose um, levels as the gel and the potato puree groups. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, hey, this is a great whole food alternative to this potential supplement. So I was wondering... Are there supplements you've replaced in your own diet with whole foods or whole foods you look to to kind of, you know, replicate a particular um, performance result? Hmm. You know, I don't mess around with a lot of supplements uh, in general because I I learned the hard way that, you know, food, let food be thy medicine. Mm -hmm. And when you start, like, switching out too much and going for synthetic or tweaked or maybe not pure versions of that, how can your body you know, Operate. use that as effectively, right? right You're isolating right. something that is normally found in a very complex chem- chemical formula in the food that you eat. So mm-hmm. I've always tried to go the whole foods route in that way. So, mm-hmm. um, no, I don't, I don't, you know, mess around with too much. I actually don't eat potatoes. I, I grew really? up on potatoes a lot. <laughs> we kind of grew up like, you know, on the bottom rung of like middle class. So there's a lot of canned food and a lot of potatoes. Because those things are cheap. Yeah, and, yeah uh, cost effective. Right, That's right. What they say. Hey, yeah. But if I eat a potato now, I, I kid you not, in 10 minutes, my heart rate will spike 15 like beats per minute, wow. so that's, which is like a food sensitivity. Yeah. Really, take your pulse, and if you're kind of feels like your your chest is like you know about to explode, like you should probably avoid that food. Yeah. Sweet potatoes. Yeah, that, that'll be a good big fan measure. Not yeah. to, but not yeah. regular potatoes. So you don't eat French fries. <laughs> I don't eat anything really? fried. I live quite a boring lifestyle. Well, so yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. So what is your what is your diet, and does your right. diet change when you're like getting ready for a movie? Absolutely. Uh, I, I I'm very very strict when it, when I'm days away from shooting of yeah. course I always try to maintain a level of fitness where it's easy mm-hmm. to get there in a day or two yeah. but um, I'm mostly still paleo but I gotta say this year I have gone more toward the, the vegan side of things yeah. incorporating that so I would mm-hmm. say I'm on a daily basis, I am, you know, sixty to seventy percent vegan all day long, and maybe I'll get into some turkey or steak. And so, what are you? At night. So, what are you yeah. eating? What are you eating? Um, you know, there's a great group of books called um, 
uh, medical medium. The guy's kind of a medical medium. I don't know if you've heard of this guy, Anthony William, and he's the guy behind the whole celery juice oh, craze. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. you guys are familiar with that. Of course, yeah. But I went and read all of his books this year because I heard people were having amazing results. You look at his Instagram account and the before and after pictures are absolutely incredible. And this guy really pulls back, you know, the curtain on the value of, of fruit, vegetables, herbs, things like this. And I really decided, well, let's give it a go. Mm-hmm. And so I've been on the celery juice kind of most of the year. I, wow. I've definitely, you know, I, I, it won't even be till dinner before I get like a, a, a piece of meat in me, which used to yeah. be four squares a day, yeah. starting at breakfast, yeah. hamburgers, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it's been really, really nice. I feel a lot cleaner, a lot, you know, mm-hmm. leaner and meaner in that way. And, um, yeah, that's been the one big change that I've kind of incorporated this year, and I'm, I'm certainly no worse off. In fact, I'm probably a lot better for it. Yeah, from raw meat to this, that's a good right. evolution. Yeah. It's quite the evolution. So you yeah. have celery juice for breakfast sometimes, uh, or like, you know, when you wake up in the morning, yeah. before mm-hmm. you work out, like, do you have anything, mm-hmm. like, what's your go-to? What's my go-to? Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. not fun, you know? There's, there's, that's fine. <laughs> I don't do dairy and I don't do eggs, so breakfast for me is kind of a wash. I don't eat wheat, you know, so mm-hmm. cereals, donuts, all the fun things you right. grew up so loving is, about breakfast <laughs> what, is not my life. What is yeah. your fun food that you do have? If you do. Uh, my fun food. Yeah, no, he's got to, everyone's got to have some sort of right. fun food. I, it sounds really lame, but if I can get like a like a vegan protein bar in me that tastes oh somewhat goodness. like a Snickers or a brownie, I'm like, that's oh, good. Okay. That's, I mean, literally, yeah. I have boxes of these wow. because it's about yeah. the only dessert that I have, yeah. but it still performs a function, at yeah. least in my so, lifestyle. So. so food is not even like your end-all, be-all. You're just like, that's like a secondary, the last thing that you probably think of. In the- um, it's you, about utility, it sounds like. Yes, exactly. Just, it's not food really- is fun, but I would be a really boring date at a fancy restaurant <laughs> because I'd have the chef be like, yeah, if it's fancy or fun, just take it off, man. I can't, I can't do <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So what do you do? Okay, so I'm sure some women are asking, like, what do you do when you go on dates? Like, do you ever, you go get a cup of tea? Um, hike? I mean, coffee, hike. I, I can, I can survive at a restaurant. I was at a restaurant today. I just don't do it often. Yeah. Because, you know, when, when you're particular, you have the sensitivities. Right. You learn to do it yourself. Yeah. So right. I, I cook for myself almost all the time. But I can I can survive. Right. Yeah. And then L.A. makes it easy, too. Yeah, L.A. Right. Yeah. LA's so very, are very accommodating. Yeah. Which is great about this city in that way. So, um yeah, yeah, it's, it's all good. It's just kind of like that dish with nothing fancy. Like literally <laughs> just like the little... steak, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. well g- given that philosophy, I'm guessing you haven't tried the latest trend, which is called perineum sunning. Uh, <laughs> You'd be right. <laughs> and so um, Josh Brolin found oh out the hard God. way. Um, so he went to sun his perineum and apparently got burned and was just not not for it. So he, he let this out <laughs> on social media, but he certainly gave it um, some publicity about perineum sunning. Metaphysical Megan, who's into um, this practice, says it can regulate hormones and uh, actually help your sleep patterns. And it sort of stands to reason that we say that you get vitamin from the sun and there's an area of your body that's probably not seen it much. It seems like maybe there might be some help in that. So I I get why he tried it. First, (laughs) explain to people what actually is a, you know. Oh, yes. What is is that? Because I'm not doing it. (laughs) If you're not familiar, um, it is the area between the anus and the genitals of um, the body. So... The one in between. Um, yes. But yeah. Not. That okay. landing strip, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. <laughs> so you, you haven't tried Viridium Sunny, but is there any crazy Hollywood trend that you have tried? Um, 
Well, there's the raw meat thing. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I've never even tried that. That's crazy. Um, not really. You know, there was a time, like I said before, where where if it had some sort of, like, holistic healing alternative medicine benefit, there I was into I would try it. Yeah. Like, for sure. I mean, liver flushes are kind of wacky if you follow that trend for a while. Yeah, is, I never followed the liver flushes. Yeah. So, basically, it's, it's, it's based off of now completely debunked philosophy that you're – if your your liver is like your filter, right? Yeah. So you got to clean that thing out. Right. Yeah. Leaves get stuck in the pool filter. Right, you know? right, right, right. You need to get that gunk out of there. So you basically do a bit of a fast, and then you slam. Uh, you take a bunch of Epsom salts and water to really open things up, yeah. you know, which is a, a natural kind of laxative on its own. And mm-hmm. then you slam like an olive oil mixed with like an orange juice or like a lemon juice. You just slam this Damn concoction, mm-hmm. which is supposed to like cause a huge contraction in your liver and like shove out all the gallstones wow. to open everything up. Did it work? And then you keep pounding. Yeah. Basically, you induce like diarrhea on yourself yeah, yeah. and everything else. But I've learned that it's actually completely a myth because something about your liver and temperatures, like certain things run hot and run cold and whatever, right. and you introduce like oil into like a really hot organ or environment, that's what actually causes oh, the stones. Wow. So it's not oh. liver stones at all. You're yeah. actually adding this the element that's going to yeah. get you more susceptible. Which, which then takes a different form, and then you excrete it, and you think you've done something for your health. But, wow. uh, you know, I, I used to do those quite a bit, swearing that uh, maybe just the fasting was the only thing that yeah. helped me. The fasting leading right. up and, and leading out of it was probably the only benefit I got out of it. Yeah, yeah, but you try everything and you kind of pick and yeah. see what still remains, and yeah. that, that, that's what still remains. Yeah, so, hey, that's right? what's working. Right. No. How about you, Shaka? What, what crazy diet have you tried? Yeah. What crazy Hollywood fad? I mean, the craziest thing was cryo, but now it's like in mm-hmm. vogue and it's cool now. I mean, that was like crazy a few years ago. Right, uh, right, yeah, right. right. Yeah, that's that's it. That's I mean, the infrared, you know, the infrared light to do that. I get in the pod and it's all red. And yeah. that was crazy a couple of years ago, but now I feel like people are <laughs> like, hey, that's cool. I've been hearing a lot about the uh, the, the float chambers. Oh, I have heard. Which I've not tried. I've that tried either. that I just, when I was in Louisiana. Yeah, how do you like that? I, I mean, it, it, was, I, it didn't make a difference. I don't know. Yeah. It was just relaxing. But to the me, next was, day, you weren't or super like. Keyed no. in, you weren't super focused. But you know what? I don't know. Maybe because at that time I was really like working out all day, every day. So it, it I felt like it didn't really make a difference. Mm. It just uh, felt relaxing. It was good for me yeah. just to feel relaxed because the just whole time you're quiet. just like yeah. quiet and, you yeah. know. Yeah. Like a yoga class. Or mm-hmm, that's <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Like a relaxing yoga class. <laughs> that might be my next try. But right. yeah. So th- that, that's that's. But like it. I said, you know, like he said, it's different strokes for different folks. So, you uh-huh. know, it might work for some people. It might. You know, no. like with me, it was just nothing different. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but perineum stoning is out on the list? How about you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, I feel like I actually get that with the infrared bed, though. In the infrared bed, you get that infrared light, and you're, like, naked right. in the bed, and so you get it everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if there's a benefit to it, I'm getting it there. Right. But I feel uh, like women get that anyway, because think about it. We're wearing thongs and underwear. Like, when we're in our bikinis, it's oh, kind of, yeah, like, yeah. seeps through... Okay, like it's just <laughs> anyway. When your legs are like that, and you're like, whatever. But it's you. The sun seeps through. So in you're there. still, yeah, yeah. you're still yeah. probably getting some benefit. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. But, and then you fall asleep while you're <laughs> tanning. So maybe it does work. So, hmm. so I'll try it again this summer. So, <laughs> was there any crazy workout regimen that you went through, put yourself through before Call of Duty: Modern Warfare? Because I, I know you guys were like, you, you guys worked with Navy SEALs. 
mm-hmm. right? So That's you, amazing. I mean, that, amazing, but also maybe a little intimidating. You're thinking, I want to really show up and make sure, you know, if guys think I'm yeah. Yeah, you know, up to snuff. Those guys are not impressed by anything because <laughs> they've done it to the highest level, right? right. Which, they're always the coolest people. Yeah. And they're calm and they're cool and because they've been in the craziest circumstances you can't even wrap your head around. So why would you be cool? Right, right. <laughs> it's those guys that are like super macho. They're like, oh, you actually haven't. Yeah, you haven't you been haven't, there. You haven't, you done, haven't done the thing, have you? Um, but no, no, for this... Uh, for this particular video game, you know, I I came into the audition mm-hmm. in shape, you know, as a, in shape as I would be for any other kind of soldier role or just mm-hmm. how I like to maintain myself in, right. in general. So I think that didn't hurt because it gave you, uh, you know, it always gives you the sense of, you know, Confidence. being fit and capable, you know, right. and, and the director and the writer see that. But at the end of the day, we're run through a computer program. So, right. you know, the body didn't necessarily look like mine. Obviously, oh, they, gotcha. you know, they had a bunch of tactical clothes on. Right. And, added tattoos and added a mustache and everything else so um it helped me i think get the part just right. being physical and capable looking enough then mm-hmm. and, and then they, you know the animators kind of did all the rest <laughs> of that so i didn't do anything outside of what do. i normally would have you yeah. know right. done for this particular role you didn't and have to do any acrobats like or anything like that no. stunt moves at all no. but working with the navy seals was cool but that was more focused on uh, the technical aspect, right. the gun, mm-hmm. you know, clearing corners, guns, how to properly move, mm-hmm. you know, taking the knee, finding cover, you know, mm-hmm. working with other, you know, team teammates and stuff like that. So they were really, really instrumental in helping us kind of uh, lock that in and, and, you know, do these these brave men in service women justice. Nice. So. That's did, amazing. Did your training change between when you were working doing PR and when you started taking on these roles? Because I imagine, mm. you know, this, you looked the part, I imagine, at the time, and then you have to, like, perform the part. Did you have to change your training, change, like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, for anybody who's in the audience or you both included, anybody's worked in an office, like, it's the slow death. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's hard to stay fit. <laughs> it's yeah. hard, right. you know, you're oh, under artificial God. lights all day. You're eating for convenience, especially if, you you know, you're busy and you're working sometimes mm-hmm. 50, 60 hours mm-hmm. a week. Um, you're tired. And, you know, it's hard to have a life outside of that a lot of the time. So when I finally gave myself permission to kind of leave that job, um, I said, I I have no excuse not to be a Mm. day away from any sort of part I want to play. And that's my responsibility. I got to do that. No one's going to do that for me. And so it was. It's always been at the forefront. It's like, well, if I'm not on a gig, if I don't have an audition or whatever else, like I'm I'm working out. I'm in the gym. I'm doing because I love it. But B, those are the parts I want to play. Yeah. And that most actors are like, well, you know, when they hire me, then I'll get then the I'll- trainer. <laughs> like three months. I'm like, unless you're Chris Pratt yeah. or someone who has a long track record in, of history of box office success, they ain't giving you that six-month window and shouting out yeah. the million dollars for the trainer and the sub. They're not <laughs> doing that. They're not going to transform you yeah, that way. Too, yeah. You need to show them. <laughs> right. Because there's not so much imagination if you're not going to guarantee them box office dollars. So yeah, I think that's, that's that's a point that's lost, sadly, on a lot of actors. You so know? do you take any other, like, classes, you know, aside from the regular, work, like, workout of lifting weights or whatnot? Do you take, like, martial arts or boxing or is there any mm-hmm. special stunt class that you take to be able to do the stuff that you do? You know, I've always boxed on and off for years and, and not even in, like, an amateur capacity. But just, mm-hmm. you know, the class work, yeah. working with... Uh, a really great coach that's at my gym um, and, and it's always been a cyclical thing I've always come back to it because I love the workout mm-hmm. I love like kind of what you were talking about before with the, the athletes there's a mental component to mm-hmm. boxing yeah. 
that is amazing, mm-hmm. especially when you're tired. And, <laughs> and the first thing to go oh out the window when you're tired is the mental capacity. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So I love that. I, I've never stopped playing sports on the weekend. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a basketball league. I've always been in multiple basketball leagues since I've arrived on L.A.'s doorstep, wow. uh, which is a great workout for me. And I like to go in Griffith Park and bop around and hike and do all the other stuff, too, outdoors. But, uh, yeah, boxing, basketball probably my my that's, favorite yeah that's how you learn how to do your crazy stunt moves i'll tell you what if you got a background in a martial arts of boxing and kickboxing and stuff like that you will pick up the stunt stuff so easily dancers yeah. uh, you know mm, a lot of women true. come from a dancing background men too of course but mm-hmm. um just having that self-awareness in your body you can find that these people pick up the stunts and the fight choreography so much faster because they have that mm. even that because they have a foundation yeah, yeah. yeah and so it's really you know, for any actors out there who say they want to do action stuff, mm, you have you to have get that. in the boxing classes, mm-hmm. get in, you know, the, the dance classes. Really, you got to get to be in touch. You yeah, know, right. the spacing is important. The footwork is so important. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to get hit by a stunt guy. I've, I've gotten <laughs> hit and it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, physically, what has been the most challenging role? Because you, you right. have all the sniper roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you've got, well, and now you've got Call of Duty, which I guess in its own way is very physically challenging because you're not necessarily. You're in a room when you're kind of suited up, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a little more self-contained and, uh, right. you know, temperature-controlled, soundstage. That, oh, okay. that yeah, could be yeah. worse. <laughs> um, but that wasn't as physically rigorous as being outside in the elements for 12 to 14 to 16 hours, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes below zero on a Bulgarian mm. mountaintop for 16 wow. hours on a night shoot, yeah. you know, right. and you're not wearing, you're wearing like replica World War II right. uniform, which is the cheapest stuff ever. It doesn't, has no warmth. You're wet oh my goodness. for 30 minutes in and then you're outdoors in the dead of winter, you know, in, in some things. So those, I find the physical elements become the most challenging part of yeah. those action movies, whether it's 115 degree heat or it's well below zero and you're mm-hmm. working at night and you're soaking wet. Those sort of things have always been a lot more challenging to me and the other actors than I found than any sort of like actual stunt work. Yeah, and are you just yeah. tapped into the character at that point to get you through? <laughs> or are oh, you, man. How, like, what, what part of you goes, this is what's going to get me through this night? Right. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. It's not always fun. It's not always comfortable. But it really separates, you know, the people who have a certain background from those who don't you right, know? because you can get really spoiled as an actor yeah, yeah. you can show up on both sets and everybody wants to bring you the drinks how right, you right, doing right, checking right. in on you you got mm-hmm. your fancy little trailer yeah. you're wearing someone else's clothes and people right. make you look pretty in the morning right. <laughs> everything else but sometimes they're going to throw you out there in the elements and there's nothing anyone can do right. yeah, it's, just, it's the cold is the cold this is it you know <laughs> and it's like how do you handle that I find people with an athletic background who know pain yeah. who've been through physically mm-hmm. challenging things before they handle a heck of a lot better. Yeah. You know? How do you not get sick? Like that, you know, especially when you're out in the cold, you're getting wet. Yeah. You know, like what do you keep? You don't take supplements. How do you keep yourself healthy in the midst of all that? Oh, uh, I mean, you just naturally. <laughs> I'm not a guy who gets sick a lot, That's thankfully. Yeah. Um, and also, like I said before, working in an office and, and just feeling that death Sluggish. by a thousand, you know, right. timesheets. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it put me in the mountain, man. I don't care. Yeah. You know, yeah, thirty days in a mountain in sub zero temperatures is still way preferable to rotting away kind of in a in a desk job. And that's not to knock people who right. you know, have those white collar careers. I just know it's not for me. Right. And so I'm always in my joy despite the challenging conditions of, of mm-hmm. some of these films and places to shoot. So I think that's the one thing 
that you know kicks my immune system into overdrive because mm-hmm. I'm happy. Yeah, it's hard. It's not right. easy at times, yeah. but I'm happy. Happiness. And yeah. I think that that uh, mind over matter thing we really know. really mm-hmm. helps. Yeah, we know it boosts the immune system. We That's know. true. Yeah. Um, so, how much Call of Duty uh, are you playing yourself? Do you play a lot of Modern Warfare? Do you- I, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm um, I mean. There's like the, the single player campaign, right? Yeah. Which is where me and, and a lot of my fellow actors that I work with feature in. We're telling the story. It's yeah. a seven, eight hour story that you play through. And then there's the multiplayer aspect yeah. where all the esports leagues and all the people online and all the mm-hmm. million subscriber streamers all yeah. play. And, you know, and that's just player versus player. That's linking up with people around the world and be like, bah, 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 I killed you first, yeah. you know? <laughs> so I don't, I, I've never done as much multiplayer in any game that I've played. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to start dipping my toe into it to see. See what it is, but I right. I tried it a few times and you don't last very long. <laughs> That's crazy. These guys are good. These guys yeah. are all day, every no, day. Exactly, yeah. man. Exactly. So, but uh, I, I will get into it. I'm, I'm, you know, playing through the campaign again, and it's just a really f- great, gritty, real story. The fans really seem to respond to it. There oh, hasn't been a love Call of Duty. Yeah, they yeah. do. Oh my god, all over the world. Are you crazy? Yeah. They love Call yeah. of Duty. It's been awesome interacting mm-hmm. with all the fans all over the world. But um, you know, there wasn't a there wasn't a single player story mode campaign in the last uh, mm. game last year or the year before, mm-hmm. I don't think. So everyone is really ready to, to have that experience again. And they go through it and they get excited, they get attached to the characters, then they go play multiplayer for the rest of the year. <laughs> so I remember when they even had this Call of Duty um competition that they flew people from out of the country to come to the U.S. to win like a million dollars or something like, like that. Yeah. It's no yeah. joke. Esports yeah. is crazy right now. Yeah. Right. ESPN covers it. Yeah, and that it's, was like Call of Duty is the biggest. Thing. Like yeah. it's one of the big, like Call of Duty and what's the other one? Dungeons and Dragons and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's I mean there's Fortnite. There's, uh, Fortnite that's right, what it is. Yeah. Fortnite. That's what it was. Overwatch, <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. You know, there's there's esports teams for all this. League yeah. of Legends. Yeah. You know, and, and and you know major cities and like yeah. people are getting paid salaries. I mean, kids right. are winning college oh, no, no. scholarships yeah. now. I, right. to go I tried to get into it. I tried. I just was awful. I was like, well, it's not happening. I tried to set up a Twitch. It was just not quite working. <laughs> You're on Twitch, right? I've just like signed up for Twitch and hope to start kind of streaming yeah. soon. Yeah, have you kind of else, I feel like people have a lot of fun watching Alex from Call of yeah. Duty die a lot playing <laughs> Call of Duty. If nothing else, it'll be a comedy broadcast. So, yeah, we'll see. What, what's your Twitch username? Uh, I believe it's just Chad Michael Collins okay. or C Collins thirty two. I don't know. Sometimes. So for the Twitch users out there, make yeah. sure you, you know. Yeah, Thirty Two. I believe it's yeah. yeah well, Call I mean, Thirty Two. They're expanding their platform to different like genres as well, but it's primarily a lot of gaming. Yeah, Twitch. Oh, yeah. that's why I'm not. Into yeah. it. But I love the idea because I game. Oh, I've gamed my whole life. I yeah. grew really? up. I'm the yeah. Nintendo generation. Yeah. Man, so yeah. I've never not had a controller or a keyboard in front of me. So. But now it's interactive. Well, and we can yeah, like, yeah, and Twitch seems really cool because I'm like I'm doing this anyway. Yeah. We might as well make <laughs> some friends online and like just play together. About it, you know, yeah. and have a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll, see. Um, well, we have a little um, segment called Fit Club Five, where we're going to ask you five rapid-fire questions and get your, you know, for, what first comes to mind. Okay. So the viewers get to know you a little bit better. So, first question. Last person you text. Oh, man. Last person I text. My producing partner. Okay. Yeah. Dream dinner guest. Alive or dead? Oh. Oh, man. That's a really good one. Let's go with Jesus. <laughs> He's a really cool dude, man. He's just, he's just some I awesome have some questions. <laughs> what happened, Lord? Uh, last meal. My last meal. Uh, I had a Garden of Life uh, vegan protein bar yeah, on the right over life. here. Of course. That's a pound. That's a pound. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Favorite junk food. 
Garden of Life vegan protein brownie bar. Oh my yes. god. Okay. Well, if you were on death row, what would be your last meal? Chicken parmesan. Ooh. There you go. All the eggs, all the cheese, all the bread crumbs. Yes. You were saying that one. Wow. Wow. It's my old fave back when I was a. But is that something More you, reckless. Yeah, that's something you would never have now, right? Never. Oh, wow. Really? So, You're not like a cheat You wouldn't want me in this room if I had that before I came. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, got We're it. not friends, dairy eggs. We're not friends anymore. Okay. Oh, that's Aww, awesome. That's amazing. Okay, well, thank you so much. Those are all the questions we have. Any other questions you have? Shaka. I, I love that you had that in, in the in the back, though. You know, you, he yeah. knows exactly what he wants. Chicken, so you missed the, the taste of chicken parmesan? I used to make them home. I used to make them by the batch. Like, I'd go to, like, a Ralph's, mm. yeah. get that, like, 12-pack of the oh, chickens, wow. and then I would just have, like, an assembly line with all the chicken parmesan stuff, throw it in the I would just eat it all. You haven't long. had a vegan chicken parm, though? No. Oh, yeah. Not even I one? So. You wouldn't even it, want a vegan Would you chicken? try a vegan chicken parm? Huh? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to work on you. We'll have yeah. to work <laughs> Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. So uh, what was the last time you had, like, some type of, you know, cheat meal? Like, I had vegan apple pie for Thanksgiving, and that's been the first time oh in years. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I'm so lame. I don't, wow. I'm so, so what do you lame. do for Thanksgiving? I should look a lot yeah. better than I do. No, you look great. Oh, amazing. You're absolutely yeah. amazing. That's what I'm saying. So you're probably like, you know, you have to look flawless. I get it. That's just discipline. Wow. So much discipline. I, my thing is, is like, I've, I've given up on the, like, the 30 seconds of pleasure for like the back end of four hours of complete distest, mm. distest, intestinal distress. Like, it's just not worth it anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I did it for so long, and you just power through because you think that's normal and you right. realize you have a choice. Yeah. Right. And sometimes the choice is, is giving up that, you know, 30 seconds of fame yeah. and, and having a better day. Yeah, and so, that's true. Wow. It took a while, but I'm here. Wise words, yeah. wise words. Mm-hmm. If you had to give advice to someone who wanted to seek this career of action star, um, what would your advice be? Mm-hmm. Uh, look up Sylvester Stallone. Uh, <laughs> not me. Um, but action stars, that's quite generous. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. I've been really lucky to do a lot of action-oriented stuff, which I have a lot of fun mm-hmm. on. But uh, acting in general, um, if you're in Atlanta, if you're in Toronto, if you're in Vancouver, if you're in Louisiana, if you're mm-hmm. these places, it's not... It's not L.A. anymore. Mm-hmm. It's L.A., New York. It's Hawaii. There right. are hotbeds everywhere. Yeah. So my number one advice is go to the closest surrounding area that's got stuff going on. Be a star mm-hmm. where you are. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. maybe stay there forever and yeah. be successful and have a career that most actors don't get to enjoy. Right. Then, But if you, if you do well enough, then consider making the leap. So many people come here hat in hand and they don't understand there are a thousand people just like you, and a lot of them have been doing this a lot longer than you. Yeah, so the barrier absolutely. to entry can be very, very tough. Right. But a lot of people think as long as I relocate, yeah. I'll figure it out, and it should right. be fine. And, and you can. Mm-hmm. It just might take you five take years longer than if you did it over, like, in Atlanta. Yeah, because right. you, were, you were here 10, 11 right. years, and building yeah. those contacts eventually led mm-hmm. you to get to a place yeah, where it was possible. And it is. You're right. It's, it's building. And I have this conversation all the time where... You know, I got this audition for this TV show. I can't wait. I'm going to be like a series regular and the next star and whatever else. I'm like, honestly, your only job is to make a fan of that casting director. Yeah. And right. hopefully over the years, that victory in the terms of booking the job comes in. But you, you have to build. It's, yeah. it's such a relationship industry, relationship Absolute, town. Yeah, that's true. So that's if your focus is there, you know, booking the job feels kind of like a bonus yeah. until it becomes the norm. Yeah. You right. know, when you, when you have your level of expectation set after you taste success sort mm-hmm. of thing. So. 
I don't know if that helps. No. Otherwise, start dancing, start boxing. <laughs> if you want to do the stunts and the choreography and everything else, anything you can do to ex- ex- expand your, your range of skill sets, right. uh, go get some tactical gun training. Whatever you're into, mm-hmm. start doing it now. Yeah, stay ready. You want to play right. Viking Warrior? Go train with some longsword stuff, some lightsaber stuff. Go go find one of those fun classes right. and start to do that. So, yeah. What's uh, your dream yeah. role? Dream role? Mm-hmm. Comic book character. Or to play a knight. Mm. Which like sword and shield, full armor, knight. Which comes, yeah. I'm pretty not picky, man. I've been a comic <laughs> nerd <comic laughs> my whole life. Even villains at this point, like, I don't care. It's, it's still a win for me. Yeah, That's awesome, man. Yeah. We want to thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you being yes. here. Oh, thank you both. It was a lot of fun. Amazing. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah, you too, Ronello. Thank you for thank coming you. back. Thank you. I'm so glad for coming back here. And then I learned a thing or two from him. Yeah. He might be the next knight in shining armor. That's what women are looking at. <laughs> Hey, there they, you go. <laughs> where can they find you online, Ms. Ferrer? You can find me on Renella Rocks, R-A-N-E-L-L-A-R-O-C-K-S. And next weekend, I am actually singing for the Chargers, God Bless America, Ooh, against right. the Vikings. All right. Oh, Chargers. Okay. okay. So cool. stay tuned for that. Nice. Fun. That's amazing. <laughs> and where can they find you online, Mr. Collins? Uh, Twitter, Instagram is CollinsChadM. Twitch is CCollins32. I, mm. I just rediscovered that. And then Facebook is Chad Michael Collins. Um, come say hi. Awesome. You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shock is Strong. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> on behalf of our PHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined.